0: What's the f that asshole's name that we drafted in 2018? Who, alignment? Defensive tackle. I've already forgotten. Uh, Jesus. (laughs) We had a whole segment about this guy. Taven
1: Bryan. Taven (laughs) Bryan.
0: Hello and welcome to the Drunken Jaguar. This is Bentley Brown and joining me via call is Ased Ahsan. Ased is in good company these days as his brother Faisal has placed second in our March Madness Epic Colorado bracket. How does it feel to be related to royalty?
1: Oh my, the dude didn't watch one college basketball game and I watched 200 college basketball games and (laughs) you saw where my bracket was, right? Oh my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> how, how was your bracket anyways because i told you i stopped like checking so
0: ah i thought i'd go rogue and pick iowa to win it all but they were out fairly early so yeah. i lost hope
1: that's just how it goes though it was it was it was really fun though right march madness it was a good time gave you some hope for sports and football coming up in college i did a
0: march madness tournament that was hosted it was like cbs sports but like via facebook it was a really cool interface at the time <laughs> back in the early days of social media hmm so you could literally see like everybody's brackets and compare and contrast how everyone's doing and it was one of these ones that was weighted based on upsets so you got like multiplied for upsets right oh that's cool so for some reason i I haven't allowed myself to change since that moment and i I still first round i just go through picking all these 12s over fives and 13s over fours and just like hoping hoping for the best not a good strategy
1: it's not a terrible strategy i mean in your defense there was there was quite a bit of upsets, right, this year? There was a ton. It was fun. Oral Roberts, fun story. Baylor got it done, and the two best teams ended up meeting in the end. So I guess that's all you can ask for.
0: Was it Oral Roberts? Oral Roberts beat both of Urban Meyer's former colleges, right? It wasn't like Ohio State, then Florida, back-to-back.
1: Yeah, it was It was really fun watching them, though. You know, you, you always got to root for the underdog, just like people are going to be rooting for the Jaguars all season this year, right? Ooh.
0: Well, before we get to the Jaguars today, uh, we have a Jaguars adjacent topic. One of our division rivals for the past several years, Deshaun Watson, a name that some people have even mentioned as worthy of trading away the first pick in the draft, has gotten into a ton of trouble with a massive lawsuit of, I think it's something between, what is it, like 18 to 22 women who are massage therapists uh, accusing him of harassment and unwanted behavior in the massage room. I read some of these stories, man, they're pretty horrifying. And to be honest, I'm surprised he's like still on the Texans right now. Uh, I, I will I will come out and say I am definitely on team like trust the women. I don't think that, you know, money or like some lawsuit would be worth making these stories up. Uh, I think that they're actually putting a lot of themselves on the line risking a lot um, in terms of like safety security reputation right so it's pretty troubling to see man I I was talking about it and I I just I I thought I had seen an article where Watson was cut so I just assumed for a couple weeks he had been cut and then you know every time I see his name come up again it's Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson it's a crazy time what's what's your take on this where is this
1: gonna go it's kind of one of the more bizarre stories I've you know seen in the NFL lately I mean we've seen like the Earl Thomas and his girlfriend coming over to you know finding out him and his brother are doing stuff with another woman but this is just like you know judging from who Deshaun Watson is what you see on the field how he speaks and what other you know people around the league say about him you just never saw this coming right it was just out of nowhere and it it really is scary and personally it changed my whole opinion on Deshaun Watson. I, I mean, I I thought he was a, a great player, but I also thought he was like a class act. I guess I was wrong. And I, I mean, it kind of goes to show like, you really don't know these people and you don't know what they do in their free time. And the money can hide a lot of things, but it caught up with them. And typically I'm on the side of the guy because sometimes, you know, there's a lot of, of bullshit that happens in between and the girls, you know, people are always going to take their sides. But when it's this many girls coming out, like, why would they do this for fun? You know, like this, this is not a joke. At first I thought I was like, okay, this is like, it was kind of funny. But then I was like, oh, this is, this is really serious. It's, it's messed up, man. And I think there's still a long way to go. Right. Cause I just saw like a, some update today. Right. Something else happened today. I think they want the, he wants the names of the women. Right. Because, you know, he can't defend himself without knowing what he's defending against. So it is, it's not.
0: And there was a sports illustrated interview with a woman who's not even part of the lawsuit who revealed, um, did she reveal her name? I can't remember, but who went into detail about her encounter with the Sean, how she had been, he had been referred to her by another massage therapist that she trusted. And it was just like red flag after red flag. He was requesting entrance by a private, private door, uh, no sheet covering, only towel, like, all these, like, things that led up to... Oh, my. A really traumatizing experience for this individual. So she was speaking up to say, like, hey, I, I do this profession to help people, like, help people physically heal. And, and this has just been the opposite experience for me. So, man, it sucked, dude. It, I I, uh, I think I also... I mean, I also remember... You remember Jalen, uh, like, flying to hang out with Deshaun, looking to leave the Jaguars. And I'm thinking, wow, I wonder... I wonder if Deshaun isn't the only person, (laughs) I'm not saying Jalen Ramsey does this stuff, but I'm saying like, uh, I wonder if Deshaun Watson isn't the only NFL player who has convinced himself it's okay to do this stuff because of his power and fame.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure it happens a lot more than we think it does. And I mean, you have a point, they, they are in the same circle, which I was really surprised. I was going through David Mulgetta's tweets, whatever his name is, you know, The agent for Deshaun Watson and Jalen Ramsey and you know for Justin Fields now. And I didn't see anything that he was saying. So usually he sticks up for his players. You know, he always has something to say. I didn't see anything. I I don't know where this is gonna go, but I have a feeling it is not gonna go the way that he wants it to.
0: I saw some Eagles blog like theorizing about Watson going to the Eagles today. So so like Oh, oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Oh boy. I mean, what what do you think? Is there any conspiracies out there you have? Are you believing any of this other stuff? You know, like the Texans are paying these girls and all that bullshit.
0: No. Oh, no, no. I don't. No, not that. Actually, um, the Texans just removed Deshaun Watson from one of their promo videos.
1: Wow. And he's losing a lot of his sponsorships, right? Uh, Nike, Beats. It's tough, man. And he hasn't said much, you know. (laughs)
0: Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends
1: 4-3-2023. Void there Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com.
0: Well, someone who has been on the uh, up uptick is uh, our dear, beloved Cam Robinson, who <laughs> I feel like we're often like super critical of. I mean we had pretty lofty hopes. It was his rookie season 2017 and and we're like, "Oh, well Cam's not going to turn the corner. We got a draft, you know, offensive tackle, left tackle early in the draft. Let's do it." But when you hear people around the league talk about the Jaguars franchising uh, Cam Robinson and he recently signed in this past week. He signed his uh, franchise tender, his contract. They, you know, it's not it's not that bad. They're like, "Yes, yeah, guys, good. He's pretty solid. Jaguars made a right the right move, the logical decision." But I think the question's still unanswered. What's What's your take on uh, good old Cam?
1: I'm okay with the tag. I'm not a fan of you know extending the contract, paying him a bunch of money. I feel like I haven't seen enough. But what do you think? Do you think he is our best offensive lineman? Would you Would you be willing to say that, or is that a reach? I've seen good things from him.
0: Um, so it's not like what's the f- that Apple's name that we drafted in 2018. Who alignment? defensive tackle? I've already forgotten. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> we had a segment about this guy. Taven
1: Bryan. <laughs> Taven Bryan. Oh
0: God. wow. Okay, good. I, good. I'm forgetting. I'm moving on. Right, it's moving on. Uh, it's not a Taven Bryan situation where where you don't you can't see if this guy has a heartbeat. Right, Cam Robinson is has always been trying, and he's had some great moments. I, I I'm really encouraged by his interview with Ashlyn Sullivan. A couple of weeks ago where he almost just revealed the Jaguars had like mutually, they, they told the team they're drafting Trevor Lawrence. He seems super giddy. He's very excited. Uh, so you know what? Maybe, maybe the Trevor effect will raise Cam's game and we'll all look back on this moment as well.
1: We made a great decision. I bet it does help. though. I mean, I bet if you went around and asked offensive linemen, like what bringing in, you know, even just like a really good quarterback does for your team let alone like this guy who's supposed to be, you know, our savior. It, it probably motivates them, man. I mean, they probably want to play well for him. And, you know, they feel like they have chances to win. It makes you want to play harder.
0: I and mean, that's what we've seen with a lot of the free agents we, we signed uh, in the offseason so far. You know, coming in, giving interviews, ex- excited and, and all pumped and, and saying, hey, you know, we're, we're starting a new culture here. You mess with us, we'll mess with you. I, I I like it. I'm buying into it. I feel like there's there's a quite the draw to come to Jacksonville with Trevor and uh, with with Urban Meyer as coach. Whether or not it it pays off, you know, none of us none of us have seen yet. We don't really know. But yeah, we've 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 been able to build something where we where we were previously lacking a lot of depth in various positions. I'm curious as we as the draft does near. I want to get like your latest here. We're seeing mock drafts coming out of everywhere. Everyone in their Goat has made a mock draft the last week. what What do you think? What direction do we go? Not just with pick number twenty five but also thirty three We tend to forget like how high a pick thirty three is. That's right after like the last first round pick. We almost have three first rounders.
1: There's a couple of directions you can go, probably offensive line, honestly. <laughs> like where else do you go or you can or you can go to tight end if you see obviously Kyle Pitts will not be there, no way. You'll go to the Penn State tight end, uh, Pat Vermuth, I, I believe that's his name. Also, at the same time, you can skip out on tight end. There's another good tight end who played at Miami, who I really liked when he played. He was he was injured a lot of last year, uh, Brevin Jordan, I believe his name. Obviously, we need a tight end, and obviously, we can't get Kyle Pitts. Is there any potential we can trade 25 and 30-whatever-it-is to sneak up a little bit?
0: I wouldn't be against it. I, I just don't know what, what our management would be thinking. I don't know who who they'd be targeting in that range that that they couldn't get a sort of a comparable person just a few picks later.
1: Right. And it's it's probably one of those things that happens on draft day. You know, depending on the flow of the draft and you know, you see who everyone's picking and then you get a better idea of where the draft is headed. So we could find out, you know, early on. Of course, we already saw one trade was it the Niners, right? The Niners moved up. They plan on getting a quarterback A hundred percent. We don't know who it's going to be. I've seen Mac Jones mocked to them pretty often.
0: I was thinking they'd look for someone like Justin Fields, but Fields is getting people saying they might drop deep into the, into the first round. And then the Patriots too are a big question mark. Some people are theorizing that they're going to trade up and maybe go after Trey Lance um, or, or even Justin Fields.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's so many questions left to be answered. And some of these questions will be answered on draft day.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I think, I think offensive line is kind of like a um, respectable pick almost any year. It just makes sense in the first round. It's kind of like a you know when people say draft a quarterback every year. Well, if you draft an offensive lineman early on, I feel like it's a it's usually a pretty good investment. I mean I don't know who will be around. We've got uh, Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State,
1: Rashawn Slater, right? I believe that's his name from Northwestern. Yeah, yeah that's a hot name.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alex Leatherwood. Um, out of out of Alabama, Elijah Vera Tucker uh, out of USC. I mean, there's a lot of names at that at that place. I would say after Kyle Pitts, um, some several of those other tight ends are getting mocked deeper into the draft, second third round. And this is always fascinating to me. Obviously, the idea that you know you want to draft the best player available, but like the like there's also this like sort of culture, like this like established science around certain positions not going too high. So. That's true. You yeah, know, you could, I don't know if this is pulling a Dave Caldwell or not, but uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> like if we drafted anyone other than Kyle Pitts as a tight end before even, I would say even round three, the pick might get uh, critiqued, let's say.
1: so. Right. And so what kind of scares me, you, you mentioned like, you know, drafting an offensive lineman is, you know, it's never bad. But tell me who the last, you know, offensive lineman we've drafted that has been, Mm-hmm. Like, good.
0: Jawan Taylor, jury's still out.
1: Jawan Taylor. Jury, yeah, jury's still out. We'll give him another year, and then we can make a judgment on that. I mean, we can judge Cam Robinson by now, I would say, right? It's been three, four years? Well, yeah, we
0: can. The Jaguars just did, and they kept him around. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So they made their decision.
0: Around the league right now, players, some players opting out of some off-season stuff. I'm just kind of curious what the season's going to look like this year. Obviously we've got vaccine rollout. I would say many states are vaccinating at a pretty fast rate. And a lot of projections look at July as a time in which um, I guess the US would not no longer be considered to, to have COVID-19 as like sort of this pandemic state. Um, some baseball stadiums are already are experimenting with full capacity. I'm anticipating a fairly quote unquote normal NFL season I would say, especially for stadiums that are all completely, completely outdoors and like well ventilated. I mean, if you're if you're that big of a place, I don't even know if it matters if whether or not you have like a dome or or, or whatever. Oh, are we looking at some still some opt outs for COVID this year? Is is the does the season look like it might be disrupted in some shape or
1: fashion? What's your take on all this? I think the opt outs of this it's for like voluntary like workouts, right? I feel like that's just an excuse for the players not to do something they didn't want to do in the first place. That's kind of how I feel about it. But when it comes down to the season, I don't think a lot of players are going to opt out because quite a bit opted out last year, right? I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think people are feeling pretty comfortable with how things are going and maybe not even comfortable, but you know, so much time has passed or so just like, screw it. You know, like I'm going to play now. Like I can't wait forever. This could go on for a long time. I got to get my money. I don't think there'll be very many and I agree with you I definitely think like it's going to be a pretty normal season and there will 100 percent be fans in the stadium. I just don't know how many yet. It' would be nice to see you know 50 percent plus though. that'd be great we missed it man it, it makes a huge difference in football too just huge. I think
0: the CDC finally uh, admitted that that um, studies are showing that the COVID-19 does not spread that often on surfaces. It's it's just largely an airborne infection, so this this whole panic around like you know sanitizing the fuck out of like the stadium seats and you know like don't touch the the mustard dispenser after someone else has touched it all this kind of shit that you would encounter on game day a, a lot of it uh, I hope is going to be put to rest on top of the fact that. People are getting vaccinated in pretty large numbers and the prevalence of the disease will be pretty low. So, yeah, I think if someone was hesitant last year, they 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 would have good reason not to be hesitant this year. It's shaping up to be exciting. I want to go to a game, man. Maybe like two games.
1: Oh, no, we're going. I I thought we already established that we're going. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we have to go, man. I mean, no fans for that long. I don't think we really have a choice. Trevor Lawrence. Come on, man. We can't miss that. I wonder what it'll do to ticket prices. You think they're going to be expensive this year with Trevor Lawrence there? Cause I think the demand is going to be a lot higher. I had a question actually. So what's I, I'm not positive. Do you have to be vaccinated to play this year or what are they doing there? I feel like I've heard, but I'm not really positive of the answer. Uh, I don't know the
0: NFL of all leagues. I would, I don't know. I haven't seen anything official. I would say would not require it, but they would have the same protocol about COVID infections. So you'd be highly incentivized to get vaccinated just to avoid infecting your entire QE room again (laughs) and they put oh my goodness starting for quarterback number one fan
1: (laughs) emergency quarterback
0: now what what might start requiring is like movement and travel and this kind of thing I mean there's a lot of countries that are already experimenting with a with a vaccination passport for entry into the country some of them though it's just straight up trade off like if you You travel while vaccinated. That means you don't have to quarantine when you arrive. That's like that's the benefit. You could you could choose to travel without a vaccine, but then you have to
1: quarantine for fourteen days. I mean, honestly, the NFL is lucky because you know what? Every other major sports league. Well, I mean, like MLB, NHL, NBA, they're dealing with you know Canadian teams, especially the NHL, and it's been tough. Like Toronto's playing in Orlando, correct? And the the raptors are and then the blue jays are playing somewhere in florida as well. It's kind of crazy. It must be tough for them too, you know.
0: Let's move on. So we've also got our buddy Trevor Lawrence who after Urban Meyer saying, "Hey, this is the direction we're probably going to go." <laughs> there's been even more, let's say, acceptance of photoshopping Trevor's face on any form of Jaguars paraphernalia ever invented. <laughs> and I think we're pretty comfortable about it, right? So so comfortable that Jaguars fans have been donating uh, gifts off the wedding registry for Trevor to to his uh, uh, new his new wife, which I, apparently they're turning into charity or something. I don't know how that works. Like, do they, they just wind up donating like a hundred air fryers to like the Jacksonville Food Bank or something?
1: I have no idea. But that uh, you know, if air fryers, toasters, whatever that food bank is getting, there's going to be some high class toasters and stuff. It's a, it's a very nice welcoming gift, I'd say. I mean. You can kind of sense it, right? You can feel it. The people of Jacksonville, they sound like they are ready to be saved by this guy alone. It's going to take a lot of work, but there's a lot of a lot of faith in this guy. I wonder if it will bring any pressure to him. I wonder if he thinks about that.
0: Do you, do you don't think that, that we as Jaguars fans can be two-faced? I'm looking at DJ Chark last season.
1: I Yeah, I mean, I feel like what people people defend themselves like i'm a i'm a real jaguars fan or i'm a real broncos fan like i'm allowed to say this you know that kind of thing like but i mean we all do it right like i feel like i always want to say like i don't do that but i do it and if i don't do it while on the podcast i probably do it while i'm just talking to you or while i'm watching the games just cussing at my tv saying this guy sucks and that he doesn't deserve any money But, you know, that's just how sports fans are. That's not how we truly feel about the person. But I, we kind of did jump ship on DJ Charkton. I mean, we jumped ship on Gardner Minshew real freaking fast, man. Holy crap.
0: Oh, my God. We jumped ship on Gardner Minshew's mullet big time.
1: And now I think I like him again. Do you see this guy? He's thriving right now. He's like shirtless picture. (laughs) Oh,
0: Dude, sexy as hell, man. What the fuck? He's got like a career as a model now.
1: I don't think he's losing any sleep about the Jags getting
0: Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> he's got to be like the what is like the was six-round pick with the most sponsorships and <laughs> social media fame
1: in a while. His endorsements are going to um, tally up to be way more than what he actually makes in the NFL. That's hilarious.
0: If it was the 90s, he'd totally be like a Marlboro ad guy. <laughs> yeah, I could see him smoking some cigarettes. Do not be satisfied with 1-0. <laughs> All right, man, any final thoughts as we wrap up here?
1: For sure. Uh, Jimmy Smith needs to be in the Hall of Fame. And can we stop talking about Julian Edelman being in the Hall of Fame over, like, Jimmy Smith? Come on, man. What's what's going on?
0: Yeah, I heard a really good PFF breakdown of Julian Edelman where his regular season stats are, like, nothing to to gloat. And people often point to the postseason. And in the postseason, he, he also uh, doesn't compare to, like, this – this whole sea of other players that have you know more catches or more touchdowns or even more clutch moments than him, so it's kind of like this the Patriots boost, or like you know Patriots plus right here uh, that gets him a little bit more attention. He's part of these Super Bowl winning teams, but that's that's about it. I would say, man, I think for me, I subconsciously like I like weld him and Wes Wes Welker into the same person. So when I say, oh, Julian, oh, yeah, he should. He, he's going to go to the Super Bowl for 10 years. No, that wasn't all Julian Edelman. <laughs> like half uh, of that was Wes
1: Welker. I just can't distinguish I, in I, my <laughs> mind which slot receiver is which. I think that's a common thing, dude, because I think I do that. I think a lot of other people do that too. So don't feel bad. Right? I mean, they both went over the middle and probably you know have 10-plus concussions. So they have that in common. He's a good player, man. So like, no disrespect against him. He's very also. What 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 happened this week? Did he he retired? Yeah, I don't think he retired. So he like failed a physical, but you know, I think they failed him, like kind of on purpose because then he gets some money, something like that. I don't think he can come back unless he like gives the money back. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good with the whole you know money situation in the NFL, but it has something to do like that. Like he can't play because he accepted the money from the Patriots.
0: Mhm. Well, well, I think once he accepts the contract from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to rejoin Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, he's going to he can Venmo whatever he needs to back to the Patriots cuz this guy's going to be in a Bucks jersey <laughs> next year.
1: Dude, um, honestly everyone's saying it and I I can't rule, rule it out. I mean Gronk went, AB went, did they just want a Super Bowl? Why not, man? Who knows? Uh, one last thought. I actually just remembered this. Do you see like the whole story? I think Mia O'Brien like uh, broke it about like Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence already talking, like exchanging the playbook, showing him the playbook, which is what you are not supposed to do. You, th- you think that's true? Did you hear about that?
0: Uh, no, but I, I wouldn't doubt that they're logging into their like PlayStation accounts and finding each other for Madden at like 11 p.m. <laughs> And they're and they're doing the whole like Jaguars fan argument, like three four four three. No, no, it's three four or four three. You stay on offense. None of your business. Either way, I think that's kind of funny. I, I don't I don't view Urban Meyer as someone who uh, you know, like uh, wakes up and says, How can I follow all the rules today? Definitely have I had definitely have Bel- Belichick vibes with him. So I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I definitely agree with that.
0: Thank you so much for joining me. I said thank you to our listeners uh, for joining us today on the Drunken Jaguars. Always, you can find us on Twitter at drunkendraguar. We are super pumped for the draft. I mean, that's going to be our huge news coming up here in a bit. But until then, uh, sit tight, and we will catch you soon. Go
1: Jaguars. Go Jags. Save us, Trevor. (laughs) You're our only hope.